55 degrees in Appomattox, 53 in Amherst, 59 in Salem and Roanoke, 53 in Danville, 53 in Bedford, 56 in Lynchburg. It's election day. Oh, let me turn that one yeah. up. It's election day. It is. 8.06. We do have a caller on the line. Okay. Eric checking in. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Yeah, I, I heard you uh, mentioning the, the peak in St. Clair race. Mm-hmm. That it is just the you know, you look at her picture and you hear her speak in public. It's a totally different persona than when she thinks she's in the privacy of a few close friends and what she says. Mm. It's just vulgarly violent vitriol is the best way to describe it. Uh, it's it's weird. I mean, anybody that went to the to the January sixth event, even if you, I mean, if you were just there listening to a speech, mm-hmm. she tried to get you fired. Yeah, and she succeeded <laughs> in some cases. She did. And, and, she sure did. Yeah, lost a fat lawsuit, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So, yeah. And for someone that didn't go inside, just listen to a speech. You know, you know, Eric. This, this the, there's nothing new with voting for the lesser of what we would call two evils. And I'm not calling Mark peak evil. Please don't misunderstand. But you have the the best choice. That's the best choice. My thing is, if you it's want a far right one. right yeah. wing uh, candidate out there, then get his ass elected in a primary. It's not going to happen. Right. It's right. just not going to happen. Yeah. So you settle for what you have. Do we like it? Well, we wish we had more. But dadgum, we got to take what we can get. I mean, I'll take five yards instead of getting tackled in the backfield. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where I think that's where these people are. I think that's where some of these leaders are. Uh, I don't think they want abortion at all. But they know if it's all or nothing, they're going to get nothing. Right. For sure. And we're not going to move the ball otherwise. If you're worried about getting tackled in the backfield and Donna St. Clair is your lineman, yeah. you better be wearing a cup. Yeah. <laughs> Good oh, wow. way to go, Eric. All hey, right, thanks for Eric. the call, buddy. We appreciate right. it. But, Eric, how do you really feel? That's my well, question. The thing is, we, 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 we play checkers and they're playing chess. Yeah. We got to play the long but game. I, yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing we say that, but what I see is more and more the Republicans are acting more like the Democrats. Right. They'll support any candidate, no matter how void of any moral fiber, right. as long as they think they can win. Mm-hmm. That's not the answer. Right. Then we're no different. Right. So no, it, it's a difficult position yeah, you, to you, be in. You, you've got to win the process. That's why the process is so precious in our country. Is it flawed? Yeah, but it's better But it's than much most. easier to fight that battle locally than when the corrupt people get up into a higher right. position right right oh i agree much harder yeah you gotta you gotta purge them then but you're on the morning jam people aren't doing it hello yeah i just i, I just have a question okay i don't know if y'all know uh, the government i've done heard wfr the government talked on wfr radio the announcer talked about how he got his four hundred dollars are the checks being sent out to the states, uh, you know, all the people who file their taxes. It depends on if you um, get your re- do you get your rebate by mail or do you get it automatically deposited? Well, 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 we have gotten a you know uh, direct deposit on some, but I'm saying 
what should we do? I mean, how can we find out? Sure, we're going to call. Ours just, ours just yeah, showed ours, up. Ours just showed up last week. It, yeah, it showed up last week in our. So our you, you should be seeing it in the next week to ten days. And if you don't, I would call your call your Congress or your your state legislator person, whoever represents you. That's part of their job. And if you if you Google, you know, where's my tax refund Commonwealth, right. it'll point you in the right direction, right direction. online. Appreciate as well. the call. So I will say though that I've heard from a couple of people who typically their their refund would come direct deposit and it did come in a check so you need to be watching your mailbox right. even if you in the past yeah yeah have received it as a direct deposit this, this is true we experienced that last year yeah yeah so we received a definitely physical. watch yeah. your mailbox because probably other people are going to be watching mailboxes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for those um but you definitely want to watch that but now ours showed up just in the checking account right and uh, you said yours did too. Yeah, so, yeah. It, yeah. and Kara, Kara let me know that just last week. Mm-hmm. It was at the end of last week. Yeah. We weren't expecting it. It was a nice little, thank you, Governor Youngkin. Um, you know, a nice little blessing there. Mm-hmm. So, not little, $400, a lot of money. Well, but it certainly doesn't go as far. No, it doesn't. As well, it used under to. Bidenomics, $400 will get you $189 worth of product. Yeah. So it uh, looks like shoppers may be turning the tables when it comes to holiday buying this year. In what way? Well, uh, apparently some holiday shoppers are buying for themselves instead of <laughs> gift giving. I'm sorry for laughing. I, because it's so appropriate. My wife is so self-centered. She shopped for me to buy for her. She's done that for me before. Oh, she has? Yeah. Just okay. get what you want, honey. And, we'll, and we do it. We, I mean, we say, okay. Full disclosure, yesterday, I accidentally saw my Christmas present. <gasps> what? Didn't know. I, I was helping you. You know what the rule is at our house. If you if you do that, then you but, lose but it. What if, but what if you do it no, unbeknownst? No, no, I was trying to help her it unbag sent, some things. She didn't say. Back. She did not warn me that it was in the bag. Here well, I am trying right. to help well. her unload some stuff from Aldi. And what'd, I, you, what'd you get? I don't know if I should tell you. Yeah, you should tell me. I said... Really, honey? Another coffee cup? And as I'm lifting it up, the Yellowstone brand was on the cup. Bam! <laughs> Bam! There it is. I said, honey, you can still wrap it. Do you have to wait? No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going yeah, to wait. have to wait. I'm going to wait. Yeah. I'm going to wait. Because my kids knew if they found something. Oh, it was null and void? Boop. Yep. Wow. You, Back it goes. You're tough. I am tough. I am tough. So at least, you know. She's not your Santa baby. I can tell you that. Basically, I taught them to lie. <laughs> so in retrospect, it wasn't it. a bright and shining mom moment. But okay. anyway, uh, retailers could see some consumers making purchases for themselves that they won't use for gift giving wow. while participating in two popular upcoming uh, holiday shopping days. This is according to a survey okay. uh, that the Shopify Gallup uh, folks did. Uh, the newly released Pulse survey pegged the percentage of holiday shoppers with such Black Friday or Cyber Monday intentions for themselves or their household at 64%. How about that? That's a lot. Huh. Spending on presents to give to others was probably or definitely not in the cards for 13% of those wow. with intentions of taking advantage of Black Friday or Cyber Monday, it found. How about that? That comes as other data from the survey, which overall involved more than 1,700 U.S. adults, took place October 4th through the 16th, showed 41% of holiday shoppers expressed some degree of likelihood of buying things on Black Friday. For Cyber Monday, the share was higher, coming in at 61%. 
Black Friday is on November 24th, Cyber Monday the 27th. Many retailers implement special deals on those post-Thanksgiving shopping days for consumers. Hmm. That's funny, but kind of sad. Okay. (laughs) People intending to do either personal or gift-related shopping during the overall holiday season most frequently pointed to apparel and accessories, gift cards, and food and drink as the type of things they're looking to buy. They say Americans would shell out a projected $957.3 million to $966 billion over November and December. I don't see how anybody's going to be able to, to shop as they normally would yeah. with uh, with the economy the way it is right now. No. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be reining it in. That's my prediction. I think so. So, and what about you? Are you guys going to be spending as normal or are you going to be cutting back this year? 434-248-0704. Text us and let us know. Are you going, you know, about business as usual when it comes to shopping uh, for Christmas or are you cutting back a little bit? It is uh, 8.15. We're going to go into break now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Speaking of business as usual, Talking about a rather large baby coming out of the break. Yeah, this Goodness is a gracious. this is a crazy story. I will tell you, as a mom, um, I need to send this lady some flowers or booze or something. I don't know. We'll talk about it when we come back. Whoops, whoopsie daisy, whoopsie daisy. It is Tuesday. <laughs> Look at them yo-yos. That's the way you do it. You play the guitar on the MTV. That ain't working. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Well, you know, Mark, I, I have I have bore three children. Mm-hmm. Each each delivery was different your heaviest baby my they all weigh the same really eight eight nine eight nine eight pounds nine ounces every one of them it's like they had a pop-up turkey timer or something is that common i don't i don't think so you should check into the guinness on that one and i'm not talking about the beer (laughs) well (laughs) bailey was like almost three weeks late ben was two weeks early and bryce was on time and they all weighed the same now that is see that is the guinness i'm telling you it's fascinating they they weren't oh my gosh that you're covering the whole spectrum of birth i will tell you with bailey i started getting nervous because i'm like once you hit your due date every day they're in there man they are just fattening up right i mean they are just getting bigger and bigger does she arrive on time when she's got an appointment See, no. I, it was a precedent that I was know. set. I think maybe. I think that's maybe what happened to me. I had been late. I would have <laughs> to have been, been late. late. You probably my were. Wife, my wife was early. She well, was a surprise, and then she was early, too. Family in Ontario welcomed a bouncing baby boy twice the size of an average baby. <laughs> uh, the okay. dad says, it was a mind-blowing experience. Really? For you? It was a mind-blowing experience? <laughs> right. Uh, the doctors and nurses were cheering. It was like no. the Toronto Maple Leafs had won a Stanley Cup. It was wow. insane. Wow. Sonny Ayers is the fifth child of Chance and Brittany Ayers. Okay. Was born via cesarean section, thank goodness. Yeah. Weighing in at 14 pounds, 8 ounces. Brought the forklift in, huh? Right. <laughs> he was 55 centimeters long. 
55. Wow. Like, Bailey was like 18 inches long or something. Wait, whoa, no, no, no. Go back. You heard me. 55 centimeters. What is that? I don't know. We'll figure that out. I'm I'm not Canadian. Stupid metric people. (laughs) I don't want to know. I want to know how long that is in inches. Because... Because Bailey, I had to have her by cesarean because she was so short right. but and, and was a chunker. My boys were longer and a chunker, but a chunker. they were fine. I must have been a chunker, because, too, and I was late. <laughs> I was a late chunker. So they gave the weight in pounds, and they gave the the length in centimeters. Crazy Canadians. Right. I'll, uh, I'll, he said, I'll I never out. thought in a million years he'd be uh, 14 and a half pounds. Everybody was making bets on how big he was going to be. Right. Uh, but two of his siblings were over 13 pounds. My dad, my dad was almost 13 pounds. Really? Yeah. 55 what now? 55 centimeters. They put him on the scale and it was wild. When they actually said 14.8, we all just stopped and stared at each other like this is crazy. The Tw- average weight for a full term. Ter- 21.6. All right. So, so he was pretty, that's about one one of my boys was like 21 something the other one was 22 so okay. that's normal okay length but the weight was not no wow um it says a full-term baby between seven pounds two ounces and seven pounds six ounces i was above that for sure uh larger babies are often born around nine pounds but a baby okay. over 14 surprised even the physician hmm. said i've had the honor of uh looking after Brittany and delivering her last three children mm-hmm. um she previously had a big baby that was 13 pounds 14 ounces we knew this baby would be a big one but we didn't think it would be this big wow uh yeah heaviest birth on record for a newborn according to the guinness world book of records oh, is really? 22 pounds okay this is the biggest one since 2010 okay. that we've seen but look in the picture if you guys look oh, up the family that's a picture cute family all wearing flannel they are almost all well of them, except not the baby except little man they couldn't find a a, right. a a newborn size in flannel for him that he's got to be wearing a nine month well, yeah i was gonna <laughs> he's say gotta be. he'd have to be wearing a little like, further like down you may as well just if anybody gave her newborn diapers worthless <laughs> yeah i never uh, give newborn diapers at a shower you, okay i always give a bigger size okay my babies never really could wear the newborn much they really? were always kind of tight on him okay yeah he is he's cute but boy he looks like he's like six or seven months old wow there well, I'm glad that he arrived all safe and sound. Because sometimes when they're big like that, yeah, there's complications. They can be, yeah, they can have some uh, some complications. Where? Uh, okay, this is a weird question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Because okay. you've had three children, right? Where did you feel the best post birth? And let's say a week later, where did what part of your physique, you know, what? felt the best? Of course, I I had a cesarean, the most with, relief with Bailey. Okay. Well, you're back. You're back. Okay. I That's mean, what... with Bailey, I was numb from my spine to my navel on the left side. Oh my like gosh. you could have poked me with anything, and right. I wouldn't. And have you would have felt it. Wow. So, so definitely, you know, definitely my back. I remember after having been because I had naturally mm-hmm. looking down right at my legs and not knowing whose body that was. Oh, wow. I'm like, who's who does this belong to? Because I don't know. I don't recognize any of this because you you retain so much water. Right. You've had a lot of trauma and stuff like that. Sure. So it's like I don't I don't even know what right. is happening here. It's just okay. it's a weird experience. Yeah. Uh, and no, and none of the deliveries were the same. They were all very all different. Very very. But different. I'll be darned if they didn't all come out 
8.9 pounds. 8.9 pounds, and they all look alike. They all got that rose gene right. uh, raging through them. So there you go. Raging, that's a strong word. Mm-hmm. When it comes to sleep. Yes, something I it, I adore sleep. I have to tell you, when I, I get it. I went to bed so early yesterday. You? It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I was asleep by 8 o'clock. Oh, good for you. I loved it. Good for you. Uh, surprising sleep trends are revealed in a new study including the rise of Scandinavian sleeping. I didn't know there was such a thing. The things we learn on this the show. Scandinavian sleeping. Mm-hmm. More than 20% of American adults say they rarely or never wake up feeling well-rested. Hmm. Nearly half say they've experienced insomnia this year. Yeah. 17% say they've suffered from sleep apnea, mm-hmm. which I no longer suffer from because I've lost enough weight that i don't have that anymore Mm -hmm. which is great Uh, the survey which polled 1200 adults about their sleeping habits revealed some of the biggest sources of sleep struggles the survey identified the biggest concerns that are hindering american sleep the increase in the cost of living yeah Mm. for sure um covid19 okay Gun violence, climate change, and the 2024 presidential election. (laughs) Wow. These results were virtually identical to last year. Okay. Except for number five, which was the Russian-Ukrainian war. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Biden has literally replaced worrying about war with worrying that, well, I suspect they're worried that he might be president again. Well, that's true, too. And we'll skew back to the number one concern the increased cost of living. Mm -hmm. The survey was conducted before the onset of the Israeli-Hamas war, so you have to wonder, you know, I would think that would bump out climate change, but who knows? Mm -hmm. In addition to these general worries, there are also specific concerns that may keep Americans up at night depending on their individual circumstance, such as relationship problems or work stress. Okay. America's worst sleeping habits. Let's see. Let's hear it. Do you have your pen and paper out okay going to bed at inconsistent times okay i try to i try not to do that one right accessing screens in bed that can be a problem with yeah. me because i'm looking at news stories I think which it's, is a problem i know me too eating too much before bed no I that's a rarity that one. Yeah. i had a we had a can of that uh you know that vegetable soup they make it has the uh oh shoot what are they called ah uh, doggone it I want to say asparagus, but it's not asparagus. Anyways, I had a, a can of that before I went to bed last night. I should have had half of it because uh, I had to wait for it to sort of it digest. Does, it does impact yeah. you, for sure. Uh, falling asleep with the television on, guilty. Hmm. Uh, staying up all night. Holy oh cow. Oh, my gosh. I can't tell you the last time I did that. It was decades ago. Hmm. 89% of adults and 75% of children have at least one electronic device in their bedrooms. We do not have a TV in the bedroom. Right. We do not. We don't either. Mm -mm. Other common sleep habits that can negatively impact your sleep quality include consuming caffeine or alcohol close to bed. um, Because people think alcohol helps them sleep. It actually does the opposite. Hmm. uh, You don't get REM sleep if you drink alcohol before bed. Uh, Napping for too long or too late in the day. Not getting enough sunlight in the morning or afternoon. Sleeping in a hot or uncomfortable environment. And not having a relaxing bedtime routine. Okay. Hmm. Huh. So, my question is, what is the uh, 
the Scandinavian method of of sleeping. I mean, they tease us with that. Right. When it comes to couples sharing the same bed, many people are choosing to have separate, separate beds. Bedroom. Yeah, there are separate beds, yeah. Mm-hmm. When the couple shares the same bed but use individual comforters or duvets instead of sharing a bed, uh, that seems to help. Mm-hmm. Most survey prefer sharing a comforter with their partner at night. The remainder would rather sleep with their own blanket which is commonly referred to as the Scandinavian sleeping method. Okay. Okay, but I can see how that would work. Mm. Nobody's still on the covers right, or anything. So that could be what work. Essentials for a good night's sleep. High-quality mattress. Yes. Check. Mm-hmm. Yep. Memory foam pillows. Check. Yep. High-thread count sheets. Check. Yep. Down comforter. I don't have a down comforter, uh, but I do have the weighted blanket, and I love it. And we have a comforter. I don't know what a down comforter is. What's what's the it's, difference? They're just really fluffy. They're really yeah, fluffy. Yeah, yeah. I guess we could say that. Yeah. I do love a weighted blanket, though. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie. Yeah. It has improved my sleep significantly. Okay. So, National Sleep Foundation recommends adults between the age of 18 and 64 get seven to nine hours of sleep each night. How are you doing? I'm you guys getting, are getting that done? I'm getting six to seven, M- mostly seven. Sometimes I get eight. And I got to tell you. That extra hour makes a difference. It does. That's for sure. For sure. Hey, apparently Ryan was 21 and a half. Oh, 21.6 inches long. Oh, wow. Liz is Ryan. Okay. That's a, He's long. Yeah. How much did he weigh, though, Liz? Yeah, that's what we want to know. He didn't weigh that much, did he? Inquiring minds want to know. WTBJ7's on the way. We'll have a look at your forecast, too. All right. And currently, we have temperatures in the 50s, so not too bad uh, this morning. 57 in Lynchburg, 56 in Bedford and Danville, 59 in Roanoke and Salem, 56 in Amherst, 57 in Appomattox. The cause of the fire early Tuesday morning is still under investigation. That's the uh, Roanoke County Restaurant Fire on Williamson Road. The Roanoke County Fire Department Rescue responded at 2.10 a.m. to the Sakura Japanese Steakhouse. On Williamson Road, crew saw heavy smoke showing from the roof of the restaurant, and it took about an hour to get it under control. No one was inside at the time, and no one was hurt. All righty. We have uh, Bedford County deputies looking for a suspect following the theft of a school bus. Uh, They're looking for an individual. Uh, They're putting out pictures of him. According to deputies, the Bedford County Sheriff's Office responded to the body camp area to a report of a stolen Bedford County school bus. The bus was located later that day in a business parking lot in Madison Heights with several thousand dollars worth of damage. What is the point of that? That's a great question, Janet Rose. Deputy said before exiting the bus, the suspect wiped every surface down with a disinfectant spray. Wow. Deputies request that anyone with information uh, contact the Central Virginia Crime Stoppers. Uh, There's a cash reward of up to $1,000. You should have sprayed the camera, sir, uh, because they they got a pretty good shot of you there, buddy. Uh, why, Why would anybody do that? People are so dumb. I, I I just can't imagine why that would happen. Uh, <laughs> well, here we go. Talked about it in the first hour. Kimberly McBroom talked about it. 
and I hope nobody was injured in this, and I don't believe they were. Uh, the Forest Fire Department responded to a crash involving a person running into the Dollar Tree. That happened on Monday night. According to firefighters, four people were evacuated from the building, and the driver was assisted out of the vehicle. The cause of the crash and the name of the driver has not been released. But um, I, I made note in the first hour, not to make fun or anything, but it was eerily close to the self-checkout uh, machine number one. Hmm. I don't know what that means, if anything. She but hates this checkout. I don't know. Yeah. Remember we the jerk when he was shooting at the, at the oil cans? Oh, I didn't see he that. He hates these cans. Wow. More cans. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, we're, we're glad that there weren't any fatalities, which could easily happen. Because quite honestly, when you look at the picture, that car uh, intruded into the building quite yeah, a bit. It, it really so, did. Uh, and and this happens more often than, you know, it seems like it just happens more often. I think I, I we've seen so many this year. I feel like, and, and honestly, people a lot of times. the accelerator instead of the brakes. I think a lot of times they they're confused. older people. Right. And I think this was an. Yeah, this was an elderly elderly lady Yeah, with a child in the car. Oh, okay. Oh, Charlie's on Ward's Road has closed its doors for good. The sign was posted on the door to the restaurant Monday morning saying they were closed permanently. Community members posted on social media saying they had dined at the location just on Sunday night. And uh, uh, ABC 13 said they saw employees clearing out furniture on Monday. Um, Like many brands in the casual dining space, uh, the restaurant statement said we have faced unprecedented disruptions to our business over the past few years based on a variety of industry challenges and the current macro economic environment we closed this o'charlie's location as of november 6th okay so macro economic environment yeah i've heard of macro aggression and Mm -hmm. and, uh, all that kind of stuff i don't yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm well looking. I'm looking that one. I'm looking that one up. I think they're making stuff up now. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's you know it's out there. Yeah, but I'm just curious now. Yeah, no, I I get it. Macroeconomic environmental ref, re, environment refers to the external forces within an economy that affects business operations. This includes inflation, fiscal policy, monetary policy, consumer spending, GDP, and employment rates. So, Biden, why didn't you just well, say Biden? Yeah, because the inflation yeah. part is macro, macro. Right. I mean, it's like the Big Mac. Right, right. Row. Uh, fiscal policy, monetary, all that's Biden. Biden, <laughs> Biden, Biden, <laughs> the current administration. Bidenomics. You could have just said due to Bidenomics. Right. That's that's why. Yeah. So, because, well, we all know that's that's what it is, don't we? Hey, Except we, for Biden, apparently. Can we accent the uh, the baby story? I think did Liz come in with some weight or something? Well, yeah, because I asked her. Uh, I asked her how much Ryan weighed. Mm-hmm. He weighed in. Ryan, our youngest listener, our, that our we're little aware man of. that we yeah. love, uh, eight pounds twelve ounces. Wow, and was twenty one inches long. Okay, and three weeks early. Wow, what would he have weighed wow. if he had made He'd it? He'd have the stayed whole... in the oven a little longer. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said about uh, Ben, because he came early. Yeah. And I also remember, because he was early, the doctor saying, you know, how much do you think he weighs? I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure he's over eight pounds. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, he's early, so probably not eight pounds. Right. You know, a little condescending there. Yeah, sure. Until he was born, then she was like, holy cow, yep, he's definitely over eight pounds. So, So you never know. they, they, They sort of tap the bottom, right? Spank the bottom. 
to get them to cry to, not to clear always. their lungs rub, or whatever. They rub their little backs oh, okay. and stuff. And that works yeah. too. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I don't know. And none of my babies, you know, got smacked on the bottom. Okay. At least not then. <laughs> as they were, as they got older, well, they would need now, a little. See, you did it back then to, to clear their lungs from the fluids. Now you do it to clear their conscience, right? Uh, because yeah. you know this is the penalty that you pay. For I had a direct line from their bottom to their brain. <laughs> let me tell you, uh, when but oh, I had Lord. to be something pretty mm-hmm. drastic to yeah, get that. Sure, like sure. they had to be in danger or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because if you tell a, a toddler you may not go into the road and they defy you. That's not going to end well. No, it's not at all. So never forget uh, Philip, and he did it unwittingly, and I, I never. Of course, because they're children. Let him do this. Well, he he was in he was um, in the car. It was a standard shift, and he knocked it. And I didn't pull the emergency brake. He knocked it out of gear, Uh-oh. and it was sort of this dip down. So the car rolled back into the dip. It was another twenty feet to the road, mm-hmm. but I. I you know, left him in the car. I think I was just, I just had to be going in to get something super quick. And he managed to knock the car out of gear. And, uh, oh my gosh. I mean, you're talking about your heart going down to your big toe. Right. It happened. And that never happened again. And I was a young, I was a young dad. I was like 20 right. at the time. And just like, I don't know what I'm doing. They don't come with a manual. No, I didn't know what I was we doing. We asked for a manual, and they said, yeah, but we don't have one. <laughs> I just tried to love the kid, you know. Right. And, and, uh, well, that's and all you all can that. do. Love them and, and give them some guide rails yeah. out there. So we were talking about how we're losing restaurants in the yeah. area and businesses. We've announced three. Is it three this week? Four. Uh, well, O'Charlie's, the one that I wasn't familiar with, uh, Amherst. Camp Trapezium. And then uh, Pokey Joe's. Pokey Joe's. Locally, and, the and Vinton store is going to stay and, open. And Bowen Jewelry restaurant. Company. Yeah, that's right. Four. That makes four. That's Bowen. four that, that we know of. And it's only Tuesday. Right. Um, now, so if we're dealing with that here, can you imagine what these big cities are dealing oh, with? yeah. Well, I mean, they're, Yes. Because of the thievery and everything else we've well, learned over yeah. the last couple of three years. Restaurant owners on Valencia Street, which was at one time one of the most, if not the most popular streets in San Francisco, mm-hmm. are saying that crime, drug abuse, low tourism, all killing business. All right. Wow. Said, if you took me back before I signed the lease, I would have opened somewhere else. Uh, before COVID, there was no way in hell you could find an available space on Valencia Street. Right. Now it seems like another restaurant is shutting down every week. Jeez. I mean, just boarded up. The Chronicle wrote that these businesses are contending with some of the city's worst business problems. Mm-hmm. The once bustling strip has become a microsm for the city's wider restaurant woes from inflation to public safety concerns. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean like needles on the sidewalk well, when you walk out? Or? Well, and human waste. I mean, yeah, there's I none say, of it very appetizing. Yeah. yeah. Um, David White, one of the restaurateurs, believes the downturn has many causes. He said uh, tourism still hasn't bounced back to pre-pandemic levels, Mm -hmm. and it won't. Right. Because you've got an administration that has just allowed these big cities to be flooded with migrants, homelessness, Mm -hmm. drugs, Mm -hmm. uh, all of it. Not to mention the leadership in the city. Sure. Sure, are primarily all Democrat. He said um, the increase in drug abuse and vandalism mm-hmm. caused him to have to hire private security. Yeah. Adding to other costs to running his business. Open air drug use, rising crime, and that's just part of it. 
Another restaurant owner told the Chronicle her business was hurt by a controversial bike lane program <laughs> that has wow. caused the removal of 71 metered parking spaces. Well, that's a brilliant yeah. choice right there. Yeah, that was good. It's only once in a blue moon that a delivery truck does come into this corner. They said that the lack of parking has also affected customers. People call in to cancel reservations because they've been driving around for 30 minutes. People take the path of least resistance. Let's just go to Joe's instead of Bob's. Well, well but here's uh, we, the thing. At least thing. we can park at Joe's. Would you walk several blocks in San Francisco? No way in heck. No. Of nope. course not. Nope. No, my mother-in-law is listening. I didn't use the other word. Good for you. Um, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. The uh, dip in customers some owners are describing is even worse than it might seem. The Valencia Merchants Association conducted a survey of businesses. Uh, the activity with business owners reporting one year-over-year -year dip as severe as 50%. Wow. The Golden Gate Restaurant said members on Valencia have disclosed declines between 30 and 50% on average compared to the summer of 2022. See, wow. people, you just can't survive that way. You, can't. you just can't. Nope. 866-916-3776. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Hey, we're here. Did you vote yet? You know, uh, on, no, not yet. Um, on Facebook, they have a page called Lynchburg Recommendations. Mm -hmm. And somebody was asking, you know, do they, is there anywhere around here that has donuts that taste like California donuts? <laughs> we just moved here, blah, blah, blah. And all these people are like, oh, yeah, the donuts around here don't taste like California, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> then go and back to California. Like saying, yeah, I feel like saying you're right. Our donuts don't taste like homelessness and dookie on the sidewalk. <laughs> Please tell me you wrote that down. Please tell me you posted that. Yeah, I, I did it because I know I know it wouldn't go over too well, but that's kind of what I felt like. I'm like, really? Like, you do it and I'll yeah, like it. Things, <laughs> yeah, we have things other than uh, donuts here that don't taste like California donuts. Right. Yeah, that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty interesting. And and my my thing is, you know, I'm pretty sure you didn't move here for donuts. Yeah. Almost positive. Yeah. Right, it's like they were. It's like they were ragging all these Californians. Like, yeah, the food's not like it is back in California. I don't know. You guys sound like the yeah, Israelites in the desert. How many bodies did you have to step over to get back to your car? Right. You're you know? also not going to get poked with a needle <laughs> right. on the way to eating that uh, that less quality donut, yeah. that inferior yeah, they donut. Don't, they don't taste like the don, the donuts here. Don't taste like donkey. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. Oh my gosh, yeah. you're so funny. Tastes, tastes more like elephant. <laughs> Appreciate. It. Hope you enjoy that. Yeah. Appreciate the call. I will tell Take you. Care. I went to the Blackbird uh -huh. Cafe and got donuts for my mark. Yeah. And brought them back from Bristol. Mm -hmm. And I can't imagine a California donut tasting any better than those did because yeah. they were pretty incredible. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Well, and uh, people are saying, yes, go comment that. I'll love it. <laughs> there you go. You better do it. 848, we'll be back with a couple fun stories. Maybe one little touch up on uh, covering the election, reminding you that it is election day today. Mm -hmm. If you didn't know that, it, uh, it's You've the morning under jam. A rock it's, our, it's our Tuesday, Groovy Tuesday edition. I'll fall.
Ed Rose, to the left of me. and Mark Lamb. To the right, here I am, stuck in the middle with The Morning Jam. We are The Morning Jam. One, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Well, so often uh, we focus on athletes and coaches when it comes to sports. Mm-hmm. and uh, But there are some other folks working behind the scenes, off on the sidelines and out of the spotlight, or others making the games run smoothly. And one of those is the role of the ball boy. Uh, Rome Free Academy has one who is in his 48th year with the team. Wow. He's 88 years old. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that like calling, that's like boys to men. Yeah. At at least they, uh, So he started when he was 44 then. Uh, Evidently. Wow. It began back in 1963 when he got his start as a member of the chain crew. Then one night he had an idea. I said, uh, I'll do the footballs tonight. That was in 65. And I've been there ever since. Uh, the 88-year-old ball boy is eye-popping, and yet to Artie, his age isn't what defines him. He knows on the field, uh, he's known on the field for his dedication to the role. Mm. The referees don't have to look for me. I follow right where they go. If they need the ball, I get it right there for them. If it's a ball that's out of bounds, I give you the ball, and I go get it, and I come right back. Uh, he's known off the field for his memory. He's the guy that knows all the history. He'll be like, that? that's a former uh, player there. I know that name. I know those stats. He was an All-State, All-League player. Um, just remembers everything. Some might wonder how long uh, he's going to continue to do the job. He's been doing it for 48 years, but the answer is simple. He likes what he does. Mm. Makes me feel young. Keeps me in shape. Oh, he would have been 42. I got my, yeah. my no, 48, 38. Okay. He's always there, ready to go for the football season. He gives me a call in the beginning of the summer, middle of the summer, saying, hey, we're ready. He's got his own little countdown, Mm. and he's always excited for the Friday night games. Wait a minute. He's 88. (laughs) Oh, my word. I'm ADHD. He's 88. He would have been 40. That was football, too. I played a baseball thing. I thought it was baseball. Well, that's okay. That's okay, though. We're 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 just in football season. Go ball. Right now, even I know that that we're in, we're not in baseball season. I know. Come well, on. Well, the World Series just ended last week rather yeah. abruptly because Texas you, you kicked some played, booty. You could have played. You could have played the Monday night football. Yeah, dun, thing, dun, dun, dun. You? Or are you ready for some football? Yeah, I'm ready maybe to they party. played this at this wedding. I don't know. Okay, a pair of Philadelphia Eagles super fans. Oh, showed their love for the team and each other. By getting married at the tailgate party before the game against the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) Look. Special guests. Come on in under our tent. Enjoy the cake. Brooke and Bob Rittner dressed in Eagles jersey. Branded Mr. Ritter and Mrs. Ritter. Tied the knot on Sunday at a tailgate party outside the Lincoln Financial Field. Well, that's good. The decorations at the wedding included a sign reading, Happy birthday, Jason Kelsey. (laughs) The uh, Eagles. Oh, that's right. That's, That's the other Kelsey. Right. His brother dates, you know, what's-her-face, the Swifty lady. Right. Hmm. The Eagles shared the photos and video of the ceremony on Instagram. A wedding tailgate. That's a Philly thing. Congratulations, Brooke and Rob. Wait a minute. I just had a really amazing idea. Okay. To be a wedding crasher at a tailgate party, you get to tackle the bride and groom. Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, you know, it is football. Yeah, but... Were they wing pads? No pads? I think they were, no, I thought you said pants, so I guess they were wearing pants, Mark. No, pads, pads, like yeah. shoulder pads. What's the most interesting wedding you've ever participated in? 
okay, this was the wedding that was down in Florida. Like there was a um, restaurant on the beach, mm-hmm. you know, and there was these huge rocks right around the outside. And <laughs> so they, they walked out like onto the rocks okay. to, 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 for the ceremony part. And there were guys that were windsurfing because it was a really windy day. Yeah. So like the backdrop was guys on surfboards just sort of riding the waves as they were coming in. Okay. That was an odd scenario. A little bit. So if you took a picture of the bride and groom, you're going to get a surfer in the background. Okay. Yeah, public beaches are tough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the most unique one was probably the one where the bride and groom actually played out Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. They came down to the song. They had the masks. The party favors were masks. Everybody got one. And and they sung it, and they did the whole thing. They were both actors. I sang at the uh, wedding of former city manager Bonnie Severchek. Okay. She got married on the mound. Oh, really? At, or was it home plate? I don't remember. At Hillcat Stadium. Okay. I thought that was interesting. I think the best thing to do is have the bride at home base. Yeah. And then tell the groom, run around the bases and bring it home. <laughs> then he's all sweaty when he gets uh, well, there. I know. Ew. Nobody wants that. <laughs> that was probably the most interesting yeah, one. That is. Very that different is. place. Yeah, that's different, and, yeah. Yeah. So that was that was an interesting one, I thought. Yeah. Of course, not as interesting as the, the bride who came in wearing six foot tall angel wings that was oh also, yeah yeah that was interesting that was a weird one yeah is what that one was. anybody ever get married on stilts probably yeah because i mean not six that foot, i was seen. thinking six foot stilts or something yeah no they were they were they were big giant have you heard the controversy wings? about what's his name having lifts in his shoes who desantis that what? he wants to be taller than he is Oh, this was like last oh, week. Come it was on. a huge controversy. So somebody was saying what he ought to do at the next debate is walk in on stilts just for fun. Or just a box. Just pick, bring the box yeah, out. But, yeah, and then stand on the box. There. Well, I wanted to appear taller. Have some fun with it. I had a friend who uh, pulled out a, a step stool when he married his wife, who's almost six feet tall. Really? <laughs> yeah. When it said when it was time to kiss the bride, oh. he walks away. He goes behind the piano. <laughs> oh, he pulls great. out a step stool. Oh, that's awesome. It's got a matching bow on it. Pops it up, climbs up, gives her a kiss. That is awesome. Yeah, I he love owns that it. He owns every minute of it. Yeah, sure. Why not? They're so adorable. They're a really cute. Didn't couple. Uh, Casey Kasem marry a tall blonde yeah, or something? She was like a foot taller than he was. There's a lot of that going on. I mean, Tom Cruise, he's a short guy. Yeah. All of his ladies were taller yeah. than he was. So, do you think he really wears lifts? And if he does, who cares? Yeah. I well, mean, it was it was a it was a controversy. Uh, it lasted controversy. about well for about twenty four hours okay. or thirty six hours. It lasted. It wasn't didn't make the main news, but anyway, it's That's silly. Funny. It if is. This is all you can go after when it comes to Governor DeSantis. Go for it. Uh, so, the reports of his height vary from five foot nine to six foot two. Wow, that's quite a range. That is. He wears cowboy boots a lot, and they say that's one of the reasons he wears cowboy boots. Bootgate. How Ron DeSantis' cowboy boots, hidden heels, became campaign controversy. Oh, Lord. Oh, we'll report on that one tomorrow. Make today awesome. Only and don't the forget the hard hitting news for us. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>